0: because we make the podcast about making creativity and why we do what we do as makers and creatives i'm your host vincent ferrari joining me as always is my good friend and co-host ethan carter what's up vincent happy monday happy monday my friend happy monday ah two weeks in a row i feel like we're back on a streak well we are two week streak (laughs) it's like it's like when you it's like when you remember i don't know you remember of credit karma yeah yeah yeah. okay so it's like when you pay your bills on time yeah, for a little yeah. while it's like you're on a hot streak you've paid your american express card on time for six consecutive months <laughs> right exactly. exactly i mean i've never seen that but you know I've heard it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's amazing how everything is gamified it's like the, these little encouragement yeah. things you get um wix sends them to me so if i get like if i have a really good week on the um on the website i'll get a notification from wix like your your site is really doing well. Let's take the next step. And it's like, what's the next step? Yeah, exactly. well, what do you mean? Yeah, <laughs> like what's the next step? And then you go to the site, and it's like the next step is running a Facebook ad. No. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, won't be doing that, sir. <laughs> uh yeah. I really I really do love I really do love the um the gamification of things though. Mm-hmm. Like the the little um a friend of mine was telling me she just started on um she just started on lose it again. And lose it's very funny because I a long time ago, very long time. I'm gonna tell you a funny story, but a a long time ago, I was 388 pounds. I was a large man, and I lost 125 pounds on losing. And what's really funny is she told me the other day. She goes, "Wow, I journaled for three consecutive days, and it rewarded me for it." (laughs) Like, (laughs) yeah, doesn't that feel like weird? It's like, yeah. yeah, it's just, she goes. Yeah, I would have, I would have appreciated it a lot more if the notification just said, "How about you eat less, fat ass?" <laughs> 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 I just started laughing. Like that's oh,
1: hysterical. But, yeah, hell, you're totally right. Though everything is. I mean, everything's so stimulus gain related. It is yeah. right. I mean, it's even. Uh, yeah, I mean, even YouTube and things like that. They send you things that are like, "Congratulations." you've had you had five views this whole month like i'm like (laughs) great thanks that's but but if you say it in a really positive exciting way then
0: well if you went from five to ten they'd go well congratulations your numbers have doubled (laughs) exactly exactly (laughs) or
1: or if you go down they're like it's okay you're still getting three views like
0: (laughs) (laughs) speaking of youtube by the way i have a bone to pick with youtube and a really really funny story so yesterday I'm sitting there minding my own business, watching the – I believe – yes, I believe I was watching – no, that was Saturday. No, yesterday I was watching for all the Forged Noon Fire episodes that had built up on my DVR. And I'm sitting there watching TV and eating my cotton candy flavored ice cream because that's my new favorite ice cream. And I get a, I get a message from, uh, from our good friend Grant at Clamp. Mm-hmm. The Grant Alexander, for those of you not paying attention. And he goes, 800 views on the latest episode. And I'm like, oh, congratulations. He goes, how did you do it? Oh, what? what? He goes, dude, you got 880 something views or 808 views on the most recent episode on YouTube. How did you get that many? What? What are you talking about? I went to the YouTube channel, and for some reason, last week's episode popped off there you go you never know 811 downloads of episode 80 on youtube so i have no i I actually have a rough idea why apparently putting apparently episode 80 was a very popular episode of some other show and youtube's brilliant algorithm just slid us into the recommended videos right after and i was like okay i'll take it (laughs) yeah no idea why (laughs) But yeah, so uh, in, in case you haven't been following along, folks, um, if you go to my YouTube channel, which is youtube.com slash C slash Vincent Ferrari, if you go to my YouTube channel, you can actually get the latest episode within a day or two after it drops. And you can, you know, if you do the YouTube thing, and you, that's how you want to catch the show. You can catch it there. So um, yeah, it is there for you to download and enjoy. And let's
1: get the 800 b- downloads. We, yeah, eight hundred. that's not bad. I no, mean, that's really good. That's like, I, I'll take that any day. Yeah. I
0: and mean, my top, my top video on the channel is still my Resin Pendant's how-to video. It's up to like 1600 down, views, which is like, wow, that video was like, I made it for the Glowforge user group. Right. As just, because um, people ask me how I made them. I'm like, all right, fine. I'll just show you how I make them. And that video just continues to get view after view. And I was like, okay, cool. Yeah. That's some evergreen content right there. You never know what's going to work. I mean, it's it is crazy. YouTube, I mean, YouTube, Instagram, you just can't predict these things. So and you can put two things side by side. Right. And one will pop off and one won't. And it's the weirdest thing to me. I just I don't understand it anymore.
1: Well, and you can't, I mean, there, there is no understanding it. That's the thing. I mean, so, and it's funny that you say that. Cause if you've been following along, I've been, I've been experimenting with YouTube this past week and a lot of it mm-hmm. actually comes from Grant. So um, uh, if you saw my stories yesterday, I think it was yesterday or the day before um, you already know this, but uh, Grant, Grant re- uh, kind of reached out and, and was like, why, why don't you put some of your Instagram videos on YouTube? Um, you know, you, they're well edited and those types of things. And, and he kind of pushed me and he kind of kept pushing me in in a, in a good way. I mean, in the best way. Um, But, and so I was like, all right, you know, well, again, I think my, I've always thought of YouTube as much more of my long, long format uh, tutorial, kind of how to videos, bigger projects, that kind of thing. And Instagram is kind of my fun place to have fun and make, you know, smaller projects, have fun with it and all that kind of stuff. Um, but he pointed out that some of them are, are bigger and, um, and I, I, you know, especially the ones where I split up into a couple of videos, he's like, put those together, you know, throw it up on YouTube. What's the worst game that can happen? So I did it. So I finally did it. Uh, last week I did, I did the Jimmy Duresta, um, the skeleton knife and ice pick sheath, um, which was two videos. I combined them, did, added some different things, did all the YouTube things that you're supposed to do, you know, end cards and all that kind of stuff. Um, and put that up there and and then i did another one with uh shorts which are you aware of this at all vincent these shorts i think i, I kind of hate it but um it's like a vertical format for youtube
0: oh, uh yeah yeah. Yeah, it's, yeah i
1: hate it but uh but they're really well part of the problem is it's it's gonna be an app probably but that the app is still uh being beta tested in india so it's it, so basically it's like you go to youtube unless you're looking at youtube on your phone and you put it on a full screen it just looks like a really small video mm-hmm. so it's it's garbage but they're pushing it like crazy and so i mean to be so i put those two videos up um both really short the the shorts video is is like three times as much as the 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 regular format Oh boy! Yeah. So, but them, it just goes to show you that that's what they're pushing right now.
0: They're going to be the new TikTok. That's what real. they're. I mean, that's exactly what they're doing. They're that trying. They're trying to be.
1: compete with TikTok and um and probably and, and to be honest, Instagram as well and all those things. But anyways, it it it's fun fun. Uh, I don't think either of them are a a huge success or a huge whatever. But it it was fun kind of to kind of test the waters with YouTube and just kind of experiment. And you know, I might still do some of them from here to you know now and then. So.
0: Well, even then, even then, I mean, at the worst case, it's, it's, um, it's, it's views. Well, exactly. and
1: that, it, it, My concern is this and is I, I, I want people to know what they're getting when they come to, you know, if they find my channel and they subscribe to, because of a video that they watch, I don't want it to be a completely different thing. And I know I'm over, I overthink these things, uh, but it's kind of like, it's kind of like Bob. Um, I like to make stuff, you know, they have their bits videos, right? Their bits videos are Completely different. They're more kind of like, what kind of you know the difference between glues and and they're not build videos. They're more informational videos. And he kind of brands them differently. And so that that's I kind of took that approach and I tried to kind of brand them as quick clips, as I'm calling them. um Again, my my following is so small on YouTube right now. It doesn't really matter. But I still you know I I do think there is something. There's people want you want to know what you're getting when you subscribe. And I think it can be confusing if it's very. One Maybe. way one thing and then another thing.
0: But on on, on the same, yeah. you know, on the same token, mm-hmm. someone like um Kit Clever from Skilltree. Mm-hmm. You know, he's done a very good job also of having his quick skills, which are small short videos, and then integrating those with his regular videos. But I think, so, so, I think that's it though, like right, they're kind of classified as two different yeah. videos. Yeah. Oh, but they're on the same feed. You know, you don't, you don't go right. to the feed and go, Oh, I'm only going to watch quick skills. No. So you, you go to his latest video. Sometimes it's a quick skill. Sometimes it's a regular. And you if you're not it's into skill. the
1: quick skills, you don't watch that one. And then, right. So yeah, I think that's, and that's exactly the kind of approach I'm thinking about this with. So we'll see, we'll see if I keep doing it, but, um, but it's fun. And, and a uh, shout out to Grant. It, Grant was, he's definitely been pushing me and, um, and, and, He's been, we've been going back and forth and he's provided like a lot of, you know, you know, challenging insights
0: and stuff like that. So shout out to him. Grant's one of Grant's an interesting dude. Yeah. Like Grant's an interesting dude. Like he, he, he'll come, he'll hit you with something that you go, oh. Right. Why right. am I not doing that? Right. That That's kind of his way of, that's his way of operating. Like I, I love when, you know, we'll sit there. Like last night was a perfect example, you know, just why didn't I know that? And it's 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 interesting that he's that in tune where he just noticed that oh wow you got a lot of views on your most recent one and then right after he messaged me i got a message from another friend like oh you you your latest episode did really well I was like why does everyone know this but me and it's like <laughs> i need to pay better attention to my stuff that's right right you know. but yeah if you go to my instagram feed my um youtube feed right now it's pretty much a mess like there's May for Makers, because we make, there's a couple of videos. and It's like, I have to make use of those playlists on the homepage. Otherwise, you will not know what the hell you're there for. And,
1: yeah. Well, I it's, we, I don't we think overthink it's, these no. things too. I mean, no. and I'm, I'm 100% completely self aware that I am overthinking it, especially at the side, you know, the amount of subs I have, like, they're not going to be confused by this. This, you know, it, it's not, it's not a, it, Bob has a legitimate, you know reason for thinking about these things right but at my level i don't but i but i but i take a lot of pride in my you know in my content in my you know in my channel and stuff like that so I, it comes from a place of i want to deliver the best i can even for you know the 1800 subs i have you know like i want to do but the best right so but i
0: think i think i think if you're talking about Instagram cuz I'm I'm just going to put this out there. Mm-hmm. Instagram's a different beast. Yeah, yeah absolutely. 100%. So, like I had a conversation, I had a business meeting with somebody last week about their um their Instagram account. Mm-hmm. And we I pinpointed a couple of things that they could do better on Instagram. And it was it was interesting because as I was talking I'm like, yeah, how do you know, you I kind of know this now, but I had to learn it the hard way, but I definitely learned it um and there were a couple of things where i'm like okay we can we can fix this mm-hmm. we can fix this we can fix this this is these are not big things and then i want you to shift your focus here and here a little bit and i think that on instagram you really do have to be cognizant of how it's presented mainly because on instagram your information is almost exclusively presented as a scroll for sure so when you go through in someone's instagram page particularly on the app you're really just seeing a lot of thumbnails or photos. And yeah, you'll see the moving stuff if people do videos too, right? But you get a very quick idea of what someone's about when you look at their page. And that page has to be tightly curated. I know that that's I've gone back and forth on this over the years where I'm like, you don't have to curate it down to the point where if you ever put a picture on you, of your cat in your feed, you're going to fail at Instagram. Right. And I don't really think that that's the truth. However, I think if your Instagram feed is a mess, and it's not focused, I do think that has a major impact on whether, look, people hit your profile. If they don't add you, there's a reason. If they're already on your profile, looking at your screen and they go, yeah, this guy isn't really worth a follow. It's not that you make bad content. It's just, you present it badly. Yeah, And I think that what I had to learn, what I had to learn wasn't that I can't have a picture of like my cat. It's that, If I have a picture of my cat, it can't be surrounded by two other pictures of my cat. Otherwise, people are going to come to my feed thinking I'm the cat guy. (laughs) Right.
1: Yeah. No. uh, Yeah. Uh, Instagram is uh, here. Yeah. Here's my take on Instagram. So Instagram is also like a really nice place because because things disappear really quickly on Instagram. It's a blessing and a curse. Right. So, I mean, things are not evergreen on Instagram. It's it's your last nine posts, right? Mm-hmm. And so to your point, a hundred percent, I completely agree. It doesn't matter. You don't want of those not. So if someone goes to your to your page, to your feed, and they see that you know six out of the nine are cat pictures, yeah, you know, yeah, it, exactly, it, and that's fine if it's a personal account. But if you want it to be a business account, that's probably not the best idea. If it's your point, if there's one out of nine that they're not even going to see that i mean you're, people's eyes are directed towards the majority not the minority right yeah.
0: so yeah, yeah.
1: so i so i think there is something to be there is some thought process to how your feed looks and and i i and, you know i got this from made for profit way back when they they always said like uh if someone comes to your feed you want your you want that to be the quick you have like one or two seconds for a por- portfolio Right. Mm-hmm. So, and and when they said that, I learned a big thing is you never. I never st- do any of my videos now, or with the first shot with or the cover shot of a blank screen because if someone comes to your feed and they see just a bunch of black squares, mm-hmm. they're they're never gonna you know they're never gonna click on any of them. So I always start with a finish shot now, and I know that sometimes some people don't agree with that, but to me, I start with a finish shot. It's if you watch any of my Instagram videos, they. All of them start with an, um, a a finished shot, and you know what? I also I also make sure is that if ninety mo- percent of the time it fits within a square. So even if I'm doing oh, yeah. a, uh, a four by five video or a landscape video, I make sure that the first shot fits within the square, so that if someone comes to my feed, they see that it they see the image and it's within frame. Does
0: that make sense? Yeah, totally. Actually, that's something I've gotten in the habit of doing too, where um all my photos when I edit in Lightroom, I shoot it one I edit them one to one when I crop them. Mm-hmm. And the reason is that I know they're going on Instagram. Like mm-hmm. that's where those photos are going. If they're going on Instagram, they need to be square. But also if they're going on my website into my shop, they need to be square. Right, exactly. So if, right. If everything needs to be square why put it at four by three or even worse 16 by nine right. or worse than that nine by 16, which is what a lot of people i see, I see do unless you're the only person, the only people who I think get this right. Aaron, I think Aaron's a good example of this. Aaron does the borders on her pictures mm-hmm. to make her feed less gridular. Yeah. They just invented a word, um, <laughs> but I think it really works. I think it works when you do that, but I'm not doing that. And I, well, I just, I don't want to do that, but it, it looks really, really good when
1: you do. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's part of branding as well. I mean, uh, Jimmy Duresta does the, you know, the, the old photo edge thing. And it's clearly, so uh, that's another thing though. I, to your point, it's not necessarily, you don't want to overdo it, but if you scroll through and you see something with, you know, it's instantly a Jimmy Duresta picture because a uh, post, because it's got the, like the frayed edges, the photo, um, and And that's and something I've been trying to do more, and whether people like it or not it, it i it it's what I'm doing, so whatever um but but I mean, a lot of my Instagram posts now have this a very similar kind of cover picture, right? It's my hand mm-hmm. holding the thing in front of my work, you know in front of my bench with my logo in the background um and I don't know i think i th- I think, and correct me if I'm wrong, you guys. Leave us comment or leave, uh, send me DMs if I'm completely off base. But I, I do think that's as to your point, Vincent. People are swiping through, right? Mm-hmm. They're going through their feed on Instagram. And, you know, there's been times when I've passed people that I follow and I'm, you know, really close friends with, even, right? And I just don't know, I don't notice it that it's their post.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And I think there is something to be said. And, and I, you do a good job of this, Vincent, too, is that when i get to one of your pictures i know it's one of your posts before i even see you know see your name below and and whether that's intentional or just kind of we're you know we're creatures of habit so we kind of do the same kind of angles or whatever there is something to be said that i th- i think that is important and i think that's same with on youtube i think there's something to be said for thumbnails that are not necessarily the same but they have some kind of through line i don't know
0: One of the things, one of the great things that I learned from Tabitha Park, who is you know, when it comes to product photography and basically curating my Instagram feed, she is my sensei. Right. Um, One of the things I learned from her that is, I didn't. Okay, when I say learn from her, I don't mean I did. You know, I don't mean I went to a class class, and (laughs) it was like how to curate your Instagram feed, right? But there was there, you know, there's to be things to be aware of. Sometimes you just kind of need a bump in the right direction to know what to be aware of. And I am way more conscious now of what my feed looks like. So for, I'll give you a good example. Something I never used to do that I do a lot more of now is the carousels. A lot of people don't utilize carousels on Instagram. They just don't for whatever reason. And they'll take one item, for example, makers well, let's say I made, you know, the vertigo cutting board, right? instead of doing a carousel with four shots of it, I'll post four different pictures of it. Well, okay, fine. But when I look at your feed, when I go to your profile and I look at your feed, that's boring. Like, it's just yeah, boring. Like, I, it, it may be the most beautiful thing in the world, but if I see the same thing in five pictures, it's boring. You know? I mean, and that doesn't mean you can't ever do that. Of course you yeah. can. Like, when right. I was doing the Enlighten Us Challenge... I had a bunch of individual pictures of the challenge as it was coming of my piece, as it was coming together. And I know and that there are occasions where you could do it this week. I'll give you a good example. I teased the two two new products in my store. And the first thing I did was tease them. So they got two pictures then. And then today they got two more pictures and i'm I'm very happy with the way my feed looks now, and those two are gonna get pushed off the page soon anyway well, so, and, I, and I, th- I think if if
1: to your point in the enlighten us thing if it's a if it's kind of like a process thing, then that's mm-hmm. different than having um four vi- uh four photos of the exact same finished piece right right
0: and, and <clears> this <throat> is something so in that in that meeting I had in that meeting I had last week, one of the things that we discussed is the person I was talking to about their Instagram feed mm-hmm. i said i said. I know you really well, so I know what you make and I know what you sell. And I pulled up their Instagram feed for them and I put it in front of them and I said, "Okay, look at this feed right now as it is." Right. My guess is you want to sell more, right? <laughs> so if no, I want right, to sell less. <laughs> everybody, right? Who the hell wants to sell? I want. This is all charity. Um, if I show you your feed, I said this to him and I made him look at it. I said, "If I look at your feed right now, what do you sell?" Right. I literally said that. I said, and this is not, you know, this is just, I want you to think about it this way. If I look at your page, do I know what you sell right now? And we looked, I was like, let's scroll down till we get to the first item picture. We scrolled like two screens worth before we got to like an item picture. I said, this is, this is what we need to do better. It's not that you need to not do the things you're doing. It's that in addition to the things you're doing, we need to add this on. We need to get you focused and get your feed more focused on what you're, if you're trying to do this. And mind you, I'm talking f- from a perspective of someone who wants to grow their sales by promoting themselves on Instagram, right? If you want to do that, you can't promote your sales on Instagram in your stories. Right. There's no point. And I know a lot of people particularly people I follow they have like a 20 30 highlights. Guys, here, here's the dirty little secret. Uh, yeah, I don't do anything with highlights no but no one is clicking on your highlights. Uh, yeah. No. I'm sorry. I know you want to keep them there to curate your stories and have some Trust me when I tell you, no one is clicking on those. When they find your stories, it's when you post them and people are doing their normal go-throughs and they're scrolling this, through.
1: Stories are a supplemental and mm-hmm. really, I mean, really for s- selling things, it's really when you get the swipe up because then sure. you can like, then it can actually drive sales. I, I, I completely agree. But w- one thing that you said though, Vincent, that it's, um, what are you trying to sell? Like when someone comes to your page, w- comes to your feed and you're like, what do you sell? Right. Mm-hmm. I also think it's the same thing as it's, what is your, what, what is your content? Right. I mm-hmm. it, like. It can be, you can come to someone's feed and say, okay, and, and this is what I hope for mine, right? I hope that someone, if someone comes to my feed, I, I don't look like I'm selling a lot of things. I look like I make a variety of different things, right? right? And and I and I make videos about them. And that's what, so to me, that's what I'm selling. So I completely agree that it's, it. ask yourself, what are you trying to accomplish if someone looks at your account? Is, is it? you're trying to get them to uh to be inspired by by you or to be you know to buy something from you or any of those things so what is the intent of your feed and your account and i think that's a a good question anyways regardless of what your account looks like i think that's also a really good thing for us all to kind of think about and it doesn't have to be a one size fits all right or no. or one or the other it can be a combination but it is important to think about what are you trying to achieve and and maybe it's just I just want to share my share what I'm making, and that's also perfectly fine, right? That's like that's amazing. Um, but so, but have that be what you wanted to, you know? Have your feed or have your account be that. And at the end of the day, if if you're if you all you want is to have people, you know, if if you want people that follow you to kind of see your projects and and then also know about your life, then then post those cat pit photos like right. it, it, it that, there's nothing wrong with that it's just if your intent is to sell then you need to think about selling not think about sharing your cat p- pictures right
0: and you need to you need to determine if you're and this is probably the best way to look at it but you need to determine if your instagram feed are you putting up a catalog or a portfolio mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know do you want to show off your work or do you want to sell it yep. and and that's that's you know I was telling I was telling this person that you know part of my process now, you know, my process used to be make an item, get it out the door, right? right. That's not my process anymore. Right. It's just not. My process now is as I'm making it, I do stories about it. Mm-hmm. Then once it's made and it's done, then the next thing that happens before I ship it is beauty shots. Right. Like it goes into the photo box, I take I don't know. I I don't even take a lot of photos most times. Usually sometimes I take one photo and I'm like that's good enough I can work with that and that'll just be representative in the stream. A lot of the stuff I have photos of is stuff that I can't even post. I have pictures of things that I can't post because they weren't meant to be posted. Right. Christmas was really weird for me because yeah. I was making a lot of really cool stuff that had never got posted. <laughs> yeah, exactly. In fact, I have a couple now that I can't post the beauty shots of because they haven't even been given as gifts yet. Um, but you have to determine what your end game is. I think this is what Jason was saying also, When, in, as far as even on, in a bigger sense, what is your end game for your business, you know? Are you trying to accomplish a certain thing? Well, then set that as your metric, and then focus everything toward that. Well, if you're trying to sell, and I have to scroll down six screens to get to what you're selling, no one's never going to do it. Not going to sell anything for you. Right. And it doesn't mean your Instagram feed is even bad. It just means that do it's what you're focused. doing, but you also have to bring in. If I if I want to know what you sell, I have to see pictures of it. Right. <laughs> I
1: have well, to see pictures of it. Yeah. And I'm, as we're talking about this, I'm kind of thinking about myself. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and there, that's exactly what it is. I mean, part, you know, I I'm, I'm big on the content, right? I, that's kind of what I love to do at the same time. I do sell things and I do do commission pieces and stuff like that. And that's kind of what I want my feed to be is I want someone to come to my feed and s- see that I make s- such a variety of things that, okay. If, Nothing that, nothing that you're seeing is something I want, but I want something kind of like that, right? Mm-hmm. And, and for them to be able – them to kind of say, okay, I, I think he can make that, right? right? And so to me, that's the sale, right? It's the sale because as, as I've said so many times, I don't like making the same thing over and over again. So I like the fact that if someone can say, all right, he can make a variety of things uh, and I want this – I bet he could make that. I'll reach out to him. That's mm-hmm. kind of, that's the the sales part of my feed. If totally. that makes sense.
0: And then once you, once you hit that, by the way, it doesn't stop after that. Right. Because first it hits you where the people, you know, start buying from you. Mm-hmm. Then it hits you where I noticed this was, you know, this Christmas I was getting orders from people I didn't know. And it's like, wow. Okay. Once you're getting orders now from people you don't know, you really start to feel like okay, this could be something. Yep. And I'm and I'm just going to put this out there. I don't have a gigantic Instagram following. Okay, I don't. I have you know, as of right now, I've just over fifteen hundred followers. Okay, awesome. I'm not blowing up on Instagram. But what I am doing is I'm converting those people right. that are coming to my Instagram into customers. Mm-hmm. So whatever I'm doing, these aren't necessarily. It isn't a large audience, but it's a valuable audience. Right. <laughs> Yeah, for sure. And I feel like I feel like that's something that you know. It's it's great to want to just post and get a lot of followers, but I know a pe- I know people that have a ton of followers that sell stuff and can't get anything sold. Um, you know, and it, that doesn't make you a bad person. It just means that you probably you're you're either not curating something correctly, you're not. Focusing correctly, you're not posting consistently. I know that it's kind of been broken already that you don't have to post every day on Instagram. And I know that you don't necessarily get penalized if you don't. I think people have kind of figured that out. However, you may not get punished if you don't, but you definitely get rewarded if you do. Yeah, well, yeah. Right. There's no doubt about that. Anyone who wants to argue that with me, go right ahead. You can argue it till you're blue in the face. I have the receipts. Yeah. If the more you post, the more engagement you get and the more engagement you give back. So one of the apps I have, this is a really interesting piece of information that I found out from this one. There's a lot of really interesting apps around Instagram for managing your account, for looking at your analytics, looking at your metrics. And one of the more interesting ones is there's um, this app that I use, this reports app, which I use to basically find the people that keep dropping off. Mm -hmm. Um, one of the more interesting pieces of information they give you right on a profile is they give you an engagement number. Okay. And the engagement number is how much the person's content is engaged with by the people that view it. It's a fascinating number because what it tells you very quickly is if you have 1500 followers, but nobody is commenting or liking or sharing or anything with your stuff your engagement number is going to be very low. And that's a valuable piece of information because if you're making content and it's not getting any engagement, then maybe you need to think about how you're presenting that content, not necessarily changing your content, right? So your example was really good. I really like what you said about um, your first shot in your videos is a finished shot. Mm-hmm. Just curious. Is there so YouTube randomly picks your thumbnail? Is does Instagram just grab it from like a X point in the video every time you upload? Is that how it works? Or no,
1: so uh, well, so but Ralph, well, so Instagram, if if you don't if you don't pick anything, it's the mm-hmm. start of the video. Okay, so so I and I just uh, nine times out of ten, I edit my videos that way for Instagram. So okay. the first shot is the finish shot. Um, There's a post recently. I'm trying to think of every so often that does, like I can't make that work. Um, okay, I'm trying to think of what it was, but there was something I wanted to do where I, I wanted it to start with a certain whatever, but I knew that that would be a oh it was I think it was the logo. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, it was uh, the animation logo animation that I just got. So the logo animation that I just got uh, starts with a blank white screen, right? Um, but so I knew that if I just uploaded it, the first shot would be just a blank white screen. And I you didn't want like that a
0: gap in your feed. <laughs>
1: exactly. So what you can do is if, so you, so when you go to post, you do post, uh, you pick it and you pick the, you know, whether you want it expanded or not, you go to the next and there's the what is it? Hold on, let me do one real quick. You
0: can actually pick the cover on Instagram. Yeah. See, I don't do a lot of video on Instagram, so this is actually new information for me. So I didn't know you could pick the. Yep. So the, you all the, right? So you do post,
1: cover. and and you pick the whatever you want to post, and then you hit next at the top, and uh, oh, that's that. That's a bad example. Hold on. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Post. Continue. And, yeah. So if you if you have a video. You do post and then hit next, and there's filter, trim, and cover at the bottom. Oh. And if you go to cover, so it's only on videos, but if you go to cover, you can pick whatever part of the video that you want to be the cover shot, aka the thumbnail, and uh, and that's a way to get around it if, if the beginning of your video is something that you don't want it to be.
0: I'm literally looking right now, and if I scroll down a little bit, one of my videos, one of my recent videos is just a black square. Yep. And i so like, it, wow.
1: So if it, 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 I think, I guess it's only on videos, but yeah, you can mm-hmm. totally change and make a thumbnail, and then on YouTube, YouTube will, uh, will automatically like generate a thumbnail. Then they have options for that; they give you a couple different options, and you can upload your own. And so you should always upload your own, in my yeah, opinion. Yeah, by the way, that's that's a, that's Huge. a Huge. really good tip. By the way, always upload your own, always, always. because oh, you want you want a high resolution thumbnail that fits the parameters that has everything you want in it um so yeah if you yeah always always upload your own
0: always upload your own. in fact what i've been doing for the um for the post for the podcast is Mm -hmm. the image the social media image that i used to make for twitter oh yeah which i've started to just turn twitter and if you follow me on twitter i'm really sorry about this but i've just turned twitter into an automatic dumping ground for my content now i don't post anything on twitter anymore nothing I just I don't do it. Yeah. But what I do use Twitter for is it's a way for me to distribute my content. Yep. So the podcast goes there, YouTube videos go there, Instagram posts go there, and I've been doing publish three sixty five, which is Jason Stapleton's new thing, mm-hmm. and that's been going there and that's all I do. It's just go it's just content. Yeah. I don't I don't think I've I ever done I
1: I don't think I've ever like posted a Twitter comment. I mean I don't even know what we call it. Like what do, what do you call it? You're so cute. I know, right?
0: <laughs> It's like it's, it's so weird. Like it's I, funny, so I know
1: like I there's there's some things on like of these things that I feel like I know a fair amount about, and then the others I'm completely oblivious. It's funny. I I dragged you
0: onto Twitter and you then did. I left. Yeah,
1: yeah, exactly, exactly. But yeah.
0: I, I got to be honest with you. I've left. I real. I've left Twitter. Yeah. I've left Facebook. Oh, I, I um, haven't
1: used Facebook in.
0: Yeah. So I have Twitter. I have Twitter so that I can basically keep my name. Yeah. And I have Facebook so that I can keep my business page, which enables me to have a business on Instagram. Yeah. But if I could get off of Twitter and Facebook altogether, I totally would.
1: Like, yeah. And that's basically, I basically went to everything and just tried to get my name. And then mm-hmm. I have done nothing with any of them. Mm-hmm. I, I, it's YouTube and Instagram. And actually, I just started last week when, when I was experimenting with uh, YouTube, I started experimenting with TikTok too, which I also hate. But, um, it's I love tiktok it's crazy to, i mean if, if you want to grow really quick on something tiktok is the way to go cuz there's st- it's still so content cr- like craving it's amazing uh, you can grow on tiktok about 12 times as fast as you can grow on instagram if you
0: want to what's really funny I is don't i don't know you get out of it. That's i can't bring myself to like post on tiktok yeah but like sometimes like i'll have a quick time lapse or a cool short video and i'll be like have be really good tiktok content mm-hmm. like, like i did um <laughs> the last couple of weeks i've been answering the call answering the calls when i get those scammer calls <laughs> yeah and it's so funny to me like i don't know why i enjoy this so much maybe it's cuz i've been watching so much of like kitboga and scammer payback and trilogy media and uh all these different channels so maybe that's the reason but it's been so much fun. And I, I I've gotten really fast at loading my call recording app. Right. So it's like, I can usually get in and out of the call recording app to start a recording before I have to press one to talk to a representative. And once I got really fast at that, that sequence, now I can start recording the calls. And once okay. you could start recording them, they are so much more fun to take. Oh, I'm sure. But, um, Yeah, that's that's my I I, I feel like that's going to become at some point that and doing I got to be honest with you. Brutal Moose also inspired me. I really want to start doing like TV dinner and frozen food reviews. (laughs) And I feel like I could just do that with my YouTube channel because no one cares what's on my YouTube channel. (laughs) So I don't know. I I, I just feel like I I want to do more outside the box stuff with my, uh, you know, keep my Instagram curated like it is like. Mm-hmm. Keep doing what I'm doing; it's working. I don't want to screw with it, but then I want to have a little fun with the other outlets. And, and,
1: and yeah, I mean, that's the thing: is like we're saying, what's your intention? Mm-hmm. If, if your intention for a YouTube channel is just just have fun, then just have fun with it. Like, don't yes. worry about it too much. Yes. And I, I think that's, I don't know, I, we all I, we're, we all feel in this space, makers and content creators, and people using social media to sell or promote themselves. We all feel like we have to be doing it all, right? And, and I'm—I totally have felt this way, right? We all should have a podcast. We all should be on YouTube. We all should—you know—we should be on all of these different things. And you don't really need to be. No, no, and, you don't. And, I mean, if you want to be, so like, um, uh, I'm blanking. Oh, well, if you want to be, then that's fine, and and you can use that to your benefit, right? You can make all these engines run at the same time. And they do, they do. If you do that, they do have the ability of feeding each other and overlapping, but it's a really, that's a really hard thing to do because most of the time it's amazing how different, like I was talking about this with a weird guy. Um, We were talking about, I was, when I was talking about experimenting with my YouTube channels and stuff like that. And he was saying, you know, the, the followers on uh, Instagram are not the same followers on on YouTube. And he's 100% right. Outside of our core group, and I love my core group, you guys are the best, right? And you're going to follow me on Instagram, and you're going to watch the same thing. If I post the same thing on YouTube, you're going to watch it there and comment on there. I love you guys for that, right? But outside of that small group, it's a it's completely different viewers, right? Um. So anyways, I, I, I digress. But it's basically you can get all those engines working and kind of feed each other and cross promo uh, promote and all those types of things, but it's a lot of work. And it, I don't know if it's actually worth it at the end of the day.
0: Well, this goes back to, this goes back to the Jason Stapleton philosophy of moving the needle, right? If you are doing something, but you're not in, you're not like engaged in doing it, then you're not moving the needle with it. It's getting in the way. It's, it's, distracting you from getting something done that you really need to do. Right. That doesn't mean that you need to be on a hundred percent of the time. Right? right. If, if like for me, like I just said that I wanted to maybe just do some fun stuff with my YouTube channel and just not really think about it. That wouldn't be not moving the needle. Right. That's a right. purpose in my life is to just be Having something. From, it's my playground. Right. right. I want to have fun with my YouTube yep. channel. So maybe that's what I do. I decide to do just have fun, hope for the best. Right. But if you're if you're in if your intention is to focus like a laser on Instagram and then you're spending most of your time doing lip sync videos on TikTok, well then right. we kind of need to have a conversation about
1: your priorities. <laughs> well, here's here's a perfect example. So Instruct I uh, I'm on Instructables and I do Instructables for my YouTube videos and mm-hmm. it's 100% sorry for anyone that only follows me on Instruct it's 100% to drive traffic to my YouTube channel. Of course, right? But so but there's been, but there's been uh, inst- instructable challenges that I'm like, oh, I could like, you know, kind of spark my interest. And I'm like, oh, I could totally make a project related to that, mm-hmm. right? But I'm not going to make a YouTube video out of that. And so, so I, so I step back and I say, why would I spend my time doing that project if my if my intention for instructables is to drive traffic to YouTube? It would be a waste of my time to make an instructables just for instructables. Right. Does that make sense?
0: Yeah. A hundred percent. That's, that's exactly the point right there. Right. That's exactly the point.
1: So, so, and, and, uh, this is why I was, I was blanking on, on, uh, Mike's name and I apologize, Mike, but Mike Coffee of Coffee Cust- uh, custom builds on Instagram. He is a master, like he puts in the work and he is on everything, right? He's on Instagram, uh, TikTok, YouTube, um, I, I probably ever, things I don't even know about, and he does a great job. Like, like he puts in the work, and he cross promotes, and it works for him. But the amount of work that he puts into that is astonishing, and and I I commend him for it because he does, he you can he's one of those people uh, that you look at his account, you cannot for a second question his his numbers because that guy puts in the work, right? But, that, but that's what he wants to do. And so you can do it, but it's, it's, it's a lot.
0: I think most people inherently know how to put things on social media. But to borrow Morley's most used word and the word that I've started to use more, you have to be intentional with what you're doing. Right. Um, if your goal, and I say that's with a caveat, the goal, if you have growth goals... Then you have to figure out what those goals are. If it's to grow your social media presence, then yeah, you have to do clickbaity thumbnails. You have to, you just have to, right? You have to do, you know, the things that everyone does in their thumbnails. You have to do the catchy headlines. They have to be stupidly optimized to the point where there's more words than meaning in your titles because that's what gets you the growth. It will make a difference. It's going to make a huge difference. You're going to see a major return. And I know I talked about this one person a lot, but. Trust me when I tell you, you're going to see the difference. I mean, I can't obviously tell you who I was talking to, but you'll see the difference in their approach because we were on the same page when we were done with that conversation. Right. And I think it's going to be pretty great what they're going to end up doing. Like uh-huh. it, it, like really, really great. And that excites me. Like when you can kind of sculpt someone's philosophy on what they're doing a little bit, I really am excited for what he's going to do. So, yeah, that's going to be awesome. Fun. Yeah. It's um we, are, we went you're way <laughs> long. Oh. I'm just going to point out that Ethan and I started this episode with nothing to talk about. Yeah. But I, I don't even happening. know
1: where how we got to where
0: we are. So <laughs> I never know. Yeah. I, I, it's, like, it's like, you know, you, you, you Although, get the key after you're out at the bar and you end up waking up the next morning. You go, where's my car? And you look at <laughs> the car's on your front lawn, but you made it home. <laughs> it's,
1: it, Bettina asked me, she's like, do you guys have a guest tonight? I was like, I don't think so, but I don't know. She's like, yeah, what so, are you guys going to talk about? I'm like...
0: Uh, we'll we'll, uh, we'll figure it out, <laughs> we're Chatty Cathys. We don't have a problem figuring exactly, it out. Exactly. But we we are Chatty Cathys that need to put in an ad break mm-hmm. right about here. So we're going to put in an ad break. I'm not even going to say we're going to go to our sponsors. I don't think I know we don't have any this week. So <laughs> just going to take a, gonna break. a break here just in case we do get one later. There so we will be right back. And we're back, but I don't know if we left. But I think we're back. <laughs> maybe we left. Maybe we didn't. Who knows? Um, who knows? That's the beauty of Anchor. Like, we don't know if there's an ad break in every episode or not. I mean, I know we don't have any advertisers on the slate, but... And by the way, this is not me complaining. I I don't want... I never want that to come off as me complaining. It's totally me tongue-in-cheek being one of those guys. Right, right, right. In fact, we don't have a sponsor lined up. Um, Maybe in a couple of weeks, I worked out... I have two that are in the process for a Mm -hmm. couple of weeks from now, but I wanted to put something out there for everybody. So I set something else, something up for the podcast, and we're going to do this as an experiment. Oh yeah, right. Um, yeah, I forgot about this when we were talking in the halftime show, but I just remembered, so we're going to talk about it now. Mm-hmm. Um, I hate Patreon. Yeah, why? Uh, why do you hate Patreon? I absolutely despise Patreon. I think they're an evil company that <laughs> profits off the work of other people. Okay, I do. I just I and don't don't message me. I don't care what you think about Patreon. I'm sure it's great for you. And go ahead and enjoy it. Make your money and be happy. I'm not telling people not to use it. I'm saying I won't. Okay? Yeah, um, right. I, I prefer to make direct donations to creators or support them in other ways other than Patreon. If there's any way to get somebody a little bit of recognition other than Patreon, I will choose that way. If it's only Patreon, I probably won't even recognize you at all. <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. I don't, I don't do Patreon. But – I do do buy me a coffee. Yeah, which I didn't know about until you, you showed me it. So they used to do, so just to give a little history. So a couple of years ago, this company popped up on the scene called Buy Me a Coffee. And Buy Me a Coffee, basically the idea is you tell someone what a coffee is worth and they can, quote, buy you a coffee, right? So you could say a coffee in my area cost me $3, and they could buy you one coffee, three coffees, five coffees, or X number of coffees. And that's basically a one-time donation that they can make to you. So it's a but one-time thing. Yeah. But here's, what's really cool. They recently changed their site ah. and they added another feature. And this other feature is where Ethan and I come in. <laughs> <laughs> they have something now called membership. Ah. So you can buy one year of, because we make premium content now, have we figured out what that premium content is going to be? <laughs> no. Have we figured out what the rewards are going to be? No. But here's what we are going to do. Okay. We will figure those out if there's interest. Now, I know that we're asking you to jump in on this and then we're going to give it to you. But let's be honest. When we, um, what was it? The Probably around episode 20, I integrated the the support the show link in the bio and in the show notes from anchor and people didn't bite. And I'm not mad at anyone that didn't bite, by the way. I'm just saying that that's what happened. We put it out there and we got no response to it. So we just left it. Okay. If there's a response to this, we will make it worth your while to participate, but I don't want to go through the hassle. I'm not, I'm not going to lie. I don't want to go through the hassle of Ethan and I, Bashing our head against the wall, trying to come up with good rewards, and then nobody does anything with it. So, here's I, the deal. Yeah, I will say that
1: anyone that knows either of us should know that we are we are nothing if not uh, grateful and rewarding. So,
0: I was just going to say, probably overly generous. <laughs> yes, exactly, sports. exactly. That's exactly.
1: Yeah, and <laughs> I want to say that,
0: but yes, exactly. In fact, you might actually have to tell us, guys. That's too much. <laughs> exactly, but. If you're interested, you can go to buymeacoffee.com slash because we make. You can either donate a coffee. Um, and if i why don't we do this? Why don't we do this? Why don't we send a sticker pack to anyone yep. who joins that way? Yep. Right. Between you and I, we can come up with a sticker pack. Maybe mm-hmm. I'll send, maybe I'll let you do that. And I'll since you have the Because We Make stickers, mm-hmm. I'll send you a bunch of mine. And you can send out sticker packs for Because Absolutely. We Make, me and you. Yep. Um if you do a membership, we are going to do – Ethan and I will make you something, yeah. I think. I think we haven't quite figured out the logistics of it, right? If, if nobody We're does – We're literally talking about this as we record yeah. this. So this is, this is how the sausage goes. So it's, it's a yearly thing? Uh, yeah. So the membership thing is it, – uh, It's set right now at $5 a month, and you can support on a monthly basis or $50 a year, and yeah. you support on an annual basis. It's up to you.
1: Yeah, we'll definitely figure something. Yeah, you guys will not be disappointed if you support. Trust me. Just
0: just so you know, though, if you do the membership, if you do the membership, we are going to do two different tiers for the $5 a month or the $50 a year. And the $50 a year is clearly going to be worth a little more as far as a reward. Just, just, right. just telling. Because you. if you're going to pay $50 up front, we're going to make sure that you're a little more taken care of than someone who pays $5 a month. Mm-hmm. But we may... Make like an exchange program so that if you stay on for a year, we can work something out where you'll get a really nice reward. We have to get this thing rolling, right? And I don't want to – I really don't want to spend a lot of time on logistics for this if you guys aren't interested in supporting. So since we have no sponsors right now, I figured it's a good time to put this out there. Just say, hey, if you're interested in supporting us instead of sponsors, because I'll tell you what, if we get enough of this – oh yeah. I just won't run sponsors. Anymore. I'd much rather do that. I ones. would. The value for value model for me is a much better way to do business. Mm-hmm. So if you guys want to do it this way, then it's out there for you. So hit it up. And if you, you will get something, no matter what level you subscribe at, we will make it, we will make you get something probably a, like a sticker pack or maybe, maybe we'll do like a, like on Patreon where they do like special posts for subscribers and stuff like that. Maybe we'll do something like that. If that's something you'd be interested in, maybe we'll actually record um an after show, which seems to be the way everybody does everything. We record the yeah, after I think show. I think we probably should do a pre show because usually, we, talk-
1: we usually do a whole episode on our pre show before we get we did going. today. I know. I we usually do about a half hour of legitimate pre show. So
0: which boy you get to hear how the sausage is made? and <laughs> You
1: get to hear Ethan drop f bombs. Oh Spice yeah, great. yeah. You you will definitely get f bombs if you support the pregame show. <laughs> and really, who doesn't want to get Ethan
0: f bombs? But anyway, <laughs> if you're interested, check it out. If you guys start, if there's interest and there's good general interest, then we'll keep it going, and we will we'll make it worth your while to participate. I promise. It's not going to be you give us money and we just say thank you. There will be some actual thank you gifts involved so
1: and, and again as always if you can't do that you know we all have our means if you can't do that what is s- amazingly imp- uh, important is comments and sharing
0: the podcast percent. believe me so, i i'm only doing this i'm only doing this because it's an opportunity now to put this in and not have this running while we're doing sponsors because right. i hate that by the way yeah i can't stand people that run like a did have sponsors and do a patreon like that really rubs me the wrong way like if you're asking me for money then don't run sponsors <laughs> like just don't do that i don't like that but i understand why people do it hey things are expensive luckily podcasts are cheap i mean right. cheaper than like youtube cheaper. but <laughs> the equipment's a little cheaper anyway <laughs> but yeah so drop in let us know what you think and uh Send some love if you like us. I mean, yeah. some of you, I think, like us, right? <laughs> you like us, right? Pretty likable. Um, I mean, Ethan's likable, at least. I may not but <laughs> Ethan's very likable. <laughs> um, speaking of likable, though, we did get a review this week. Now, I think, this is, I think we should just call this the blow-our-own-horns segment. Oh, yeah, this is purely for us. <laughs> yeah, this is absolutely, in, as Simon Cowell would say, totally indulgent. Exactly. Um, so I, I, I subscribe to a service to get our reviews sent to us because we get them from a bunch of platforms and it's really hard to keep track. And we get them from this site called mypodcastreviews.com, which is a very good site, by the way. And at the top of your reviews, they've started giving us stats about what our reviews look like. And this is how much I want to thank you guys, by the way. So we've gotten 41 ratings across all platforms. 32 actual reviews. And we have a global average rating of this show of a 4.9. You guys kick ass. <laughs> Do you know how good that looks? Like that's like I want to frame this. I've never seen this number before. I had no idea we were that we were that good. And it's what's funny is we know the one guy who gave us a bad review and a bad rating, and we know why we're not a four point, we're not a 5.0. But it's it's really awesome, and you guys have just been so kind and so generous with your, you know, my not mom just rating, would absolutely put
1: this on the fridge. I'll just
0: a hundred percent. I mean, this would get this would be right next to some macaroni art, right? <laughs> <laughs> it is absolutely awesome that you guys keep doing, and I know that we ask you at the end of every episode, but we really do mean that. Like this means everything to us. You know, this is, this is currency right here. Set, writing a review like this, this is currency. And I'm not just saying because they're good and our reviews are generally good, right? I'm saying it means a lot to us. And when somebody looks up, hey, should I advertise on this podcast? Should I listen to this podcast? Well, you know what? These numbers tell them, yeah, at least give it a try. See if you like it. And we really do appreciate it. Um, this one that we got this week comes from our good friends, Leanne and Nick. At Hemlock and Hyde, who we talked about last week, actually amazing. Um, five stars, best maker podcast out there. The only maker podcast that I found that I truly enjoy listening to while I work. I love that it's not just about making or tools, etc., but instead it's about the people and the makers themselves. Their guests are always very interesting and insightful, and bring a range of skills to the table. Vincent and Ethan do a great job of keeping the conversation going and they pull great stories out of each guest and even when it's just the two of them i feel like i'm hanging out with two great maker friends i also really appreciate that it's not just dudes all the time thank you for bringing a ton of amazing women makers to the podcast i i i love this review
1: <laughs> it's it's, it, it's reviews like that that just get uh, get me choked up and uh and it's it's why we keep doing it. It's it, I can't say I can't explain it any other way, right? That's the reason why we do this. So
0: I love I love when I get an email from that service and it's a review and it's like and I'm not scared to open it. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I mean it's not arrogance. It's just you guys are so kind, and right? that's that's what it is. I know that it's it's not because oh I'm so good. We're so good at this. No, it's because. When I open it, it always makes me feel good about doing this. And well, and it, I, it,
1: it, to be honest, I'm always like, really? <laughs> really? I'll you guys s- are listening to this? Like, it. we just show up and we have no idea what we're going to talk
0: about. And then we talk about things for an hour and a half. And really? <laughs> One of the things, so in two weeks, we're going to have a guest. Not, not so much next week's guest. Um, but in two weeks, we're going to have a guest. And that guest wants us to, you know, help put a little structure together so that they're prepared. And I understand it's a different kind of show and you'll understand why when they're on, but it's like, I'm, I'm just sitting there thinking I got to make structure for this. Right. Like, exactly. like, what? <laughs> I don't know how to do that. I mean, right. I know how to do it, but yeah. you know, I actually got a note today and I won't, I won't mention the person by name, but I got a note today that just, it just, I, so, you know how you said, you get choked up this, this hit me mm-hmm. right in the feels, like direct hit nuked my feels from orbit it said it was the second half of the note said i also want you to know that i save your podcast for days for uh save your podcast for days i feel unmotivated they always help me get back in the workshop all the best guys what's what's better than that i really i i love it i love i love hearing this and you know just so you know that when you know if when i when you say stuff like that our feeling of why we do this is exactly the same. Right. When I feel like, Oh, do I have to do this tonight? Like some, there have been some Monday nights where it's like, I just, I just want to stay on the couch tonight. I really just want to sit there with my cat in my lap watching TV. I, I, and I do think,
1: the- I think the- honestly, Vincent, and I don't, I, I don't mean this in a bad way. I, like, honestly, most Monday nights I'm like, Oh, I guess I like, I kind of, you know, I kind of, uh, cause I'm a lazy person when it comes down to it. Like <laughs> I, I, I'm like, oh, I could just be sitting in bed watching T V right now.
0: I know. But then I,
1: but then the second you and I start talking and or the second you send me a review like that, it's it's that it it I wouldn't want to be anywhere else, right? It's yeah. it's 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 a weird kind of phenomenon. Like, I don't know.
0: It's it's like it's it it is literally the fact that when you're not sure you want to do something, someone's telling you it matters to them. Mm. And it's like all of a sudden it's like i don't really care if i want to be lazy i'm going to go do the podcast right and what do i do i sit in front of the, i sit in front of the computer i start it up cuz i 9 times out of 10 i have to reset my computer every time i turn it on after you know if i don't use it in the morning i have to reset it almost every night i don't know what the deal is i'm not going to fight with it i've just accepted it as a fact <laughs> of life so what do i do i come in here at night when we do the podcast i plug my headphones in I reset the computer, I just sit here and wait, I log in, I give Ethan the link, and I just wait for him to pop into Zencaster and we start recording, right? Once that, once that initial contact of me seeing Ethan's funny name in Zencaster, which tonight, by the way, is podcast night in Mirka, um, <laughs> once I see his funny name and we start talking, it's like, oh, I can easily do a show, I'm in that mode now. It, you know, it is a hundred percent. Yeah. The snapples at arm, arm's length, the notepads in front of me so I can jot down people we need to give shout outs to, which I finally remembered to do this week. Thank you. <laughs> um, and it just, it all just yeah. comes together so easily when once we get started and it's like, Oh, okay. Yeah, I can, I'm ready. I'm ready. We're good. Yeah, oh, I love it. And I love, I love opening your reviews. I really do. And guys keep, if you, I know we talked about buy me a coffee a lot, but here the, the truth is, as far as what you can contribute to the show, it doesn't have to be money. Right. It doesn't. I mean, we're not. I, if you don't, if nobody donates a dollar, this show ain't going anywhere, right? right? It's, it's our offer of, you know, hey, if you like it, this is a way you can support us. If you're interested, if you're able, if you're not, we don't look at you any differently. We just don't. It's it's just not the way we're doing things. But leaving reviews, yeah. I always say it at the end of every episode. It's very important.
1: It, 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 I don't think, and we, everyone says that every podcast says it, but it is. I mean,
0: it, it's surprisingly it important. It um, helps discovery. Yeah. It just does. Yeah. I know there's controversy over how much it helps. I'm telling you, oh, it, it helps. Well, we. I have an email. I have an e- a message in my Instagram, a DM. Right, somebody messaged me and they said, "Hey, I love the podcast. I just I just found out about it and I've been listening and it's really good." And I'm like, "Wow, that's awesome. Thank you." By the way, where did you find us from? And he said,
1: mm-hmm. "iTunes." Right, they suggested you. There's a reason why podcasts like Making It, who have a ton of Patreon's support, like they still ask for reviews. Right, there's a reason. uh,
0: The reason is Bob listens, and he started doing it when we started. (laughs) But yes, that's true. But yeah, no, but I mean, (laughs) there's a reason. But yeah, these platforms, the the discoverability of your podcast does depend on the reviews. It just does. There's so many out there now. That's I mean let's be honest. There's ever, I I, forgot the number, but I I think the number was in iTunes alone. There's like 260,000 podcasts or some absurd number.
1: Well, as I said earlier, part of the problem is everyone thinks that they need to do everything, right? They need to have a YouTube channel. They need to have an Instagram. They need to have a podcast. That's part. I mean, not part of the problem. That's awesome because that means that there's a lot of great podcasts and content out there, but it just means that there's a lot of podcasts out there so
0: as of January first twenty twenty one give you some numbers here according to podcastinsights.com, there are over five hundred and fifty thousand podcasts yeah, I believe it um as of you ready twenty eighteen <laughs> <laughs> There in twenty eighteen there were five hundred and fifty thousand podcasts. Wow. Okay. There are forty-three million podcast episodes going around the internet. Yeah, it's nuts. I believe okay. it though. It's just the numbers are just absurd, that's, guys. That,
1: that's what makes the fact that all of you guys listen every week that much more crazy right. to me. Like it's insane.
0: And when you share the show and you tell your friends about it and you, you know, you aid in the discovery of this little podcast, that's why it matters so much because, you know, for the most part, most of us are just blips on the radar. So, yeah, I'm fascinated by the, just the breadth of the Apple podcast directory, which is, and, and then just, just for the record, just so we're all on the same page. I know that's not every podcast, but let's be honest. That's, the Apple podcast directory accounts for pretty much most podcasts.
1: Yeah, it's the majority. Or and at least a distinct, uh,
0: yeah. And if they're the biggest and they have half a million, you're not going to be lower when you add more directories. And so right, even right. half a million, if it doesn't go any higher than that, half a million podcasts. Yep. That's, that's a lot of people making content, man. Mm-hmm. So if we want to get found, we need your help and your reviews do that. And I really, really appreciate it. So there you go. Ethan. Yeah. Oh, do you want to do, you know, let's do our, our only piece of housekeeping and then we'll All do right. our things a week and then we'll get out of here. So Ethan and I were talking before the episode. Oh, and yeah, Here's yeah, what yeah. we're going to do. Um, it's a minor thing. It's not, not going to change much for you guys, but it's going to be a slight difference. So we did have to push the date of the live stream for the a Project Challenge. We had to push it back one week. My fault. It's, yeah, no big deal. Um, we're, so what we're going to do, we're going to keep the deadline the same, yeah. but the live stream will be March first. And that be
1: good. It'll give us more time to like review and
0: totally, yeah, yeah. So it's going to be March first at eight PM uh, on YouTube, and hopefully our usual cast and crew will be there, and our normal cast and crew of moderators will check in and uh, pop in and say hi and keep that also means that you have more than a month and like almost two weeks now to get yeah there's plenty practice. of time to get your right. to get your entry done and you know we did get another one this week from uh, rory at rll woodworks and yep
1: and, so and we've got cool. a couple more teasers too that are in the works so i'm pretty oh, excited really? yeah
0: yeah so i've gotten one from one person and i've kind of gotten an idea what they're making and i'm very excited about it so I'm, well, maybe it might be the same. Maybe, yeah, maybe it
1: was not posted maybe it was a uh dm i don't know i, I don't even know <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll talk in the after show
0: everything's a blur but yeah there are people making projects and yeah. i'm very very excited about what people have told us about what they're doing and if you haven't already started like i said like ethan said you have plenty of time to get something done you know i would really like you to participate and in fact probably by next week or the week after we'll have the um the prizes locked down i'm working on a yeah. few things so we might actually have some really really nice prizes this time i mean we had really nice prizes last time so I think we had great prize. yeah for sure yeah. um and don't and just just for the record, you know, as we always say, don't be afraid to enter with what you have. You uh, there is ta- there are intangibles. <laughs> right. Well, I think the, the other
1: thing too is the whole idea of these challenges is to just have fun and mm-hmm. be inspired by each other and stuff like that. So, don't, I really hope no one's ever intimidated to 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 make something. No, uh, and and and. and, and, and the prizes are prizes we we do that just because but the real the real winning is sharing knowledge sharing inspiration sharing ideas and 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 getting you know getting connected with everyone else in this community so those mm-hmm. are the that's what's winning in my opinion so
0: totally and look if you're if you're making stuff that you don't normally get a lot of eyeballs on your stuff hey if nothing I, else at the very least, it's good publicity for you. Yeah, totally. You know, it's it's it won't hurt. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly, it's not going to hurt. Trust me. No right. one's going to go. Oh, you entered the because we make challenge. No, we're we're not interested. <laughs> we don't want We don't care what you have to say anymore.
1: <laughs> um, I, I do have the playlist going too. If you make a YouTube video, make sure you uh, make sure I know about it so I can put you on the playlist. So I will. I will say.
0: I will say that aesthetically. This has been a very good competition so, yeah. uh, challenge so far. I keep calling it a competition. It's not, it is, but it isn't. It's more of a, just a, you know, it's a challenge out.
1: because it's, it's, it motivates people. Right. But it's really not about a challenge. Right.
0: Right. It's all friendly. Yeah. Just like, just like you and I, right. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to, I don't I, know. I do, uh, I, I'm worried about the intangibles I, with yours. Cause I'm like, I know, I know what I'm making, and it's oh, like, mine
1: was for fun,
0: like so. Yeah, but that's the thing. Like, yours was really funny, and I really laughed at it. And it's like, yeah. damn you.
1: <laughs> if, if people want it, so if people want a bingo card uh, hey. as part of the reward for entering, oh. let me know because we can make that happen. That would be fun.
0: I know what we could do. Yeah. I know what we could do. Why don't we give out the bingo cards be- at the live stream? <sighs>
1: Yeah, because we're definitely gonna say a lot exactly. of those things. Yeah,
0: exactly. Yeah. So why right. don't we right. why don't we give out and then you and I can keep the bingo cards in front of us and go, okay, cross, don't say this, don't say this, like as a reminder what not to say, so nobody wins.
1: But yeah, I like that idea.
0: That would yeah. be fun, right? So everybody is sitting there in the chat playing, you know, because we make bingo
1: <laughs> so while you don't, we're,
0: have, you don't even have to uh, enter the
1: challenge. I mean you should, but even you should. If, it, but if you commit to
0: coming to the live stream, yeah. All right, we'll figure this out. We'll, we'll, we'll turn this into yeah. a party. We're going to make this. Yeah. I think what we're going to, I think we're going to make an effort because look, that was our first live stream and we did okay. But I think we're going to make an effort to make this one more of a kind of a party and a hangout.
1: Do it, yeah.
0: And just us doing the show. Um, I have a feeling we're going to get fewer entries than we did in the last one. Yeah, I think so too. But that, but that's fine. And, but that's good because that means we can hang out more with you guys. Right, so. Exactly. Maybe we'll do like a live Q&A or yeah. take callers. Maybe we could take callers. I don't know. I think we can do that with StreamYard. I have no idea. Oh, well, we'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. Um, yeah, so March 1st, that's the live stream. But the deadline stays the same. If you want to see the details, you can go to becausewemake.com, click on Unwrap a Project Challenge, and you can actually see the rules and all the specifics, where you need to send your entry. Guys, if you've done an entry, and you haven't sent it in, It doesn't count until you email it to us. We have to do that. (laughs) It's just, it's too hard to do it any other way. So, get those into us if you've already done it. Get started if you haven't already. You got plenty of time. You got basically almost the entire month except for one week of February. So,
1: well, and and the on YouTube there's only uh, two videos up there so far, but the uh, the playlist is called uh, it's the hashtag bym unwrap, and it's because we make unwrap a project challenge. So. Cool. Go follow that as well. Here, go follow. Definitely go follow
0: that. All right. So um, do you want to – let's see. You know what? I'm going to do my thing of the week real quick because I feel like okay. okay, I might have one that people would know and you have one that everyone should know. All right. Cool. So I'm going to do – so my thing of the week is there's a channel on YouTube that I got turned on to through the magic of the suggested box, which we had a nice conversation about um, at some point. Before the show. And it was um, a guy named, his name is Ryan. He is a hacker. He likes to call him. He says he's been hacking things his entire life. And based on his channel, I believe him. He does. He has one of the more interesting maker channels I have ever found. Um, the channel is called hack lab. Um, just like it sounds. H A C K L A B. Dude is legitimately funny, sarcastic. Um, and he just does really Good, interesting, makery type videos. Um, he has a lot of fun in his shop. He has a really cool shop with a lot of cool stuff. You know, even his his banner says laser cutter, three D printer, and CNC. Does that sound like anyone you know, Ethan? <laughs> why <laughs> somebody that? Why he might be of interest yeah, to somebody yeah, on the right, show. Right. But now he makes really really cool stuff. He has a wide variety of things that he makes, and right now with um he's doing a 30 day alcohol free challenge and the reason is he said he was basically coming home from the day job and you know going sitting in his recliner and just drinking all night and then getting up the next morning and going to work and what's what he said is he just didn't feel like that was a good use of his time so what he wanted to do is he wanted to do something productive with that time instead of just sitting on his recliner drinking his butt away. So he started doing a YouTube video every night for thirty days. Instead of drinking, instead of drinking, he's yeah. turn, he's channeling that energy into something productive, and I just love this idea. And he had his channel before that, though, right? Was that? Yeah, the channel before that. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He's got he's got videos for quite a while back. I've I Which sat oh, in... yeah, there. That's
1: also cool. I
0: just think it's like,
1: all right, I'm gonna do something. You know, switch mm-hmm. it up.
0: What I love about him is that he 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 does do a lot of different stuff like a lot of stuff like he's had um he's had he does a lot of how to and one of the things I like about him is that his videos aren't just him making things mm-hmm. you learn about the why oh, that's um, cool. and why not just the why this works but the why in the process it's just he's really good at making videos and he's got a great personality and 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 mm-hmm. Drops an occasional f bomb <laughs> and i I know that that's not that's not considered a good thing for a lot of people, but I'll tell you it's kind of like cool almost to hear someone drop an f bomb because like it you're wow. not used to it yeah, in the cool. <laughs> Yes, it's cool until I have to bleep them <laughs> but yeah, he's just a real dude. He's a, He seems really nice. And I am going to work on getting him on this podcast because I definitely want to pick his brain for like two hours. I just think he's one of the coolest people on the internet. So that's um, Ryan at Hack Lab at youtube.com slash C slash Hack Lab show. So there you go. There you go. Good. Very good stuff. It's so funny. And we were talking about this
1: before we got started recording. It's amazing to me that you can still like we still introduce each other to people that we haven't. That we don't follow.
0: I don't even understand how it's
1: possible. I know, I don't either. So I'm super excited. Uh, I've subscribed to him. I haven't watched any of his videos, uh, but even just scrolling through the subscription feed, because I think because he's got a video every day, it looks amazing. So I'm super excited about that. So
0: awesome, definitely, yeah. definitely. Um, yeah. So hopefully, hopefully we, um, hopefully we can get him on the show because I really, I think he'd be a hell of a fun dude to talk to. I really do. Him and I are going to drop F bombs
1: left and right. So you're going to have to figure that out.
0: I know. I'm going to have to mark time on everything. You know, (laughs) just so you know, and one of the things that I have as the the starter of the show, I have a thing where I can add a timeline footnote. (laughs) And I may end up just hovering over that and just clicking. Every time. (laughs) Click, 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 click. click. All right, Ethan, you're up. All right, my thing of the week.
1: So my thing of the week is so. This guy is actually pretty huge on instagram um and so i don't know if a lot of you will know him, but he's he's not he's not a small fish on instagram uh but he just dropped his he just started a youtube channel he just dropped his second video tonight uh and it is Claridge leather so uh great account um he makes i think we were talking about this last week vincent there's leather work there's people that do work with leather, AKA Ethan. <laughs> and then there's people that are leather workers and fine leather workers. And Clary's leather is a hundred percent fine leather work. Um, so again, again, his Instagram, he, I think he's got 60,000 plus uh, uh, followers on Instagram. So he's not a small, small account, but on YouTube, he just started his YouTube channel. And I was just amazed His, I mean, talk about coming in hot, right? His, his, so his second video was how to make a leather wallet, leather wallet pattern, um, tutorial, and it is so good, Vincent. I mean, his audio is on point. Like it, his audio sounds so good. Uh, his balance between you know, uh, talking headshots versus overhead shots is superb uh his explanations are are detailed enough but not long-winded everything about it is really really good video so even though he only has two videos on youtube i think this guy is going to be fantastic and if you're into leatherwork or getting started in leatherwork i think he's going to be a huge resource um i i know i i've made plenty of templates in my day and watching this video i learned a ton like anyways right so he's super good the videos are high quality i'm super impressed and so i'm super excited to see what he comes up with and i'm super excited to give him a shout out because i think uh anyone that's interested in in leather work in any degree should follow him so
0: go his, check him out. his channel description is fantastic what you, whoever wrote the, i mean if he wrote it then i can understand i, mean, I wouldn't be
1: surprised if he wrote it because i think he's very smart about this whole thing
0: So his his description says, my mission is to provide a growing library of concise, detailed Leathercraft how-to videos and to discuss the Leathercraft questions we've all had but weren't sure who to ask for an answer. If you're new to the craft, I know it can be hard to know where to start, so we talk tools, leather, and technique as we break down each project into bite-sized pieces. Whether you're a beginner or a seasoned Leathercrafter, I hope you feel right at home here. I always want to hear your ideas about the types of videos you'd like to see here in the future. Let's do this. Tanner Claridge. Right? Right? What a great description of a channel. But but I I mean, everything about him is very
1: calculated. Like not even even calculated. That's that. That sounds like like, intentional. 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 There you go.
0: (laughs) There's that word again.
1: (laughs) I mean, and he's very polished and and super supportive. He reached out and and uh, for me it was it was a super honor. Like uh, he reached out and just like I love your videos. Check out my video. Like, let me know. I really want he really does want constructive criticism, which I also really find respect. I think that's a really um genuine thing when someone genuinely wants to hear critiques about their video, right? Sure. So yeah, I I think he's gonna I think he's gonna do really, really well on YouTube. Um so
0: yeah. And I mean, he yeah, he is I mean, that's a huge Instagram account. Sixty three oh, yeah. Is it sixty
1: three? Yeah, I I knew it was over sixty. Yeah, I mean, mean, we've been following each other for a long time. I think he was part of the made for profit group. Um, I think that's how we got connected. I don't know how else we would have. But, uh, but yeah, super supportive dude, great guy. Uh, and young channel, go check him out. Like seriously, it's. I
0: I think it's gonna be great. So that that is fantastic. So Claridge, he's Claridge underscore leather on Instagram. And he's um, well, I'm not even. He's got one of those channel URLs that no one can decipher. But he's um, he is on YouTube, and we will have the links. We'll mm-hmm. have the link in the show notes. That's that's an awesome recommendation. I I like I so I I we hooked up a couple of I don't know, like a week or two ago, and I've just scrolled through his feed a few times. Just yeah, just God it's beautiful dude. work, right? I gotta say, and you know, okay, Leanne and Nick. Put mm-hmm. us on speaker again. Um yeah. when oh, I yeah. see the work when I see the work that these fine leather workers like um like you know hemlock and hyde and Victor George and you know Hans Atelier and Tanner Tanner Claridge now, I just God, it's just so good. Like it, it, I is I mean, is this the way woodworkers feel when they see like a Chris Salamone piece? Like, I, I think no, I think that's, but that's exactly the
1: there there is that refinement that goes into these things, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, I, I mean, again, I don't think I I don't think I ever really realized that until I really got into it, you know?
0: Yeah, and that's and that's you know that's that's what you start picking up on, yeah, right? right. And you start with I want to be able to make a thing right and then after you make a thing for a while you start you start getting into the i want to make this better right like i want to do a better job i want to i want to clean this up like I, the vertical board is a great example for me where i just said i don't want anything to take away from the wood on this i don't want any crazy angles i don't want any crazy roundovers that is the simplest board i've ever made i just let the wood do the talking that is not what i would have done last year right mm-hmm. last year I was like no, oh, i have to put a fantastic round over on this and it has to be all you know crazy and, and now it's like no i i don't need to do that like i i can let the wood do the talking and i feel like the the good leather workers it's all about the material like you know you watch i want it even like when i d- when i dye anything i make out of leather i want the dye to be even and perfect and I feel like the really good leather workers don't do that at all. Like they literally do the opposite. It's like, no, I, I want the imperfections in the color right. to stay because that shows you that it's leather and that's natural They're, and it looks right. good. It's just a bravery about knowing what you're doing that I don't have in literally anything I do. And I love watching people that have it. I really do. Well, What, I, what I'm also excited about for him
1: <clears throat> is that, I mean, I've talked about little King goods and mm-hmm. uh, the most respect, uh, you know, he his work is phenomenal. His videos are videos phenomenal. are ridiculous. They're ridiculous. Like, exactly. I mean, they're like pieces of art.
0: Mm-hmm. But
1: what I I'm excited about for uh, Tanner is that I think he's a really good teacher, and I, I'm excited to learn from him. Mm-hmm. And and I, and I don't necessarily get that from Little King Goods. Uh, I mean, he has some tutorial videos and stuff like that. But I'm excited because I think he's going to teach us things that like, well, even in this video, like I said, I've made patterns and I still learn something. So I'm excited for that avenue of a fine leather worker that's going to teach me things that I can incorporate into my own things. Does that make sense?
0: Mm-hmm. 100%. 100%. So, it is it is absolutely fantastic how many new people you've turned me on to. It's just oh, awesome. It's weird. that's that's what we were talking about
1: before yeah. uh, we started recording. It's just amazing that we can still like introduce each other to new new uh, new content creators. And I
0: guess I guess in the end, it's probably good that we can still introduce each other to new people. Otherwise, this podcast wouldn't be going anywhere for very long. <laughs> would get real boring real quick. <laughs> All right, y'all. I think that's going to do it for us for this week. Uh, hope you uh, hope you all enjoyed the episode, Ethan. It was a pleasure speaking to you as always. Yeah. And next week we do actually have a guest. We actually have um, Leanne and Nick from Hemlock and Hyde, which I what? am very, very, very excited about. So pumped! So pumped. Like, super excited. I one of the coolest. One of the coolest people. Well, one of the, I don't know how you did. One of the coolest pair of people. Okay, let's call them one of the coolest pairs of people that I've met this year. Um <laughs> I mean I know it's January but you get the idea. <laughs> yeah. I but no it's, it's like
1: it's like when the the greatest movie of 2021 and it's January 2nd and you're like yeah, uh,
0: January 2nd. <laughs> oh my god. But yeah, I'm very excited to speak to them. So we're going to have them on next week. We're going to talk probably uh we'll talk a little leather, talk a little bit about how amazing the stuff that they make is and uh again, fine leather workers. Fine leather workers. Yeah, we're trying to get more we're trying to get less woodwork and more Everything else <laughs> because more, more Ethan. no, I'm just kidding. Yeah, you know, hey, 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 I, I got no problem saying so, my friend. No problem saying so. We are trying to get more stuff for Ethan to sink his teeth into. So, um, tune in next week as Ethan sinks his teeth into a guest. <laughs> Apparently, we're doing an episode of Twilight. <laughs> <laughs> have a great week everybody keep the reviews coming we do really appreciate them and you know if you like what you hear and you want to throw us a couple of bucks buy me slash because we make whether you do that or not we will be back again next week because guys we got a show to do and we love that we have you listening to us every week while we do it have a great week everybody we'll talk to you